When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Aunts. feel so good, Sarah Heath. How do you feel? I feel really good. I uh, I have been creating this morning, which always makes me be in such a good mood. What have you created? Um, I am in the process of building a 25 foot by 25 foot labyrinth. Wow. So it's a lot of What are you building it out of? So we're using this like really thick canvas uh, and painting. Cool. So. Anyway, I'm Sarah, and this is... <laughs> That's not... Um, no, we have to introduce ourselves okay, the proper sorry, way. Proper, Hi, everyone. Here. Welcome to uh, Your Favorite Ants, um, mm-hmm. the most well-informed show on the internet. I mm-hmm. am uh, Jody Messina. I love that for you. Yeah. And I think if you're Jody Messina, then clearly I'm Faith Hill. Mm. Listen... Right? I think so. I can feel the magic floating in the air. Also, I have been leaning into singing in my baritone range. um, Kind of like a la Orville Peck. 
Ooh. You know how Orlopeg is always like singing down. He's basically singing like uh, Johnny Cash. Um, yeah. Long black, long black train. Ugh. You know. Now and I know so I was thinking. Saying. So the other night when I went out and sang karaoke with my friends, I sang Taylor Swift's "Tim McGraw," and I sang it down the octave for the first part of it. And I was like, "When you sing Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me." Like all the way down the. Oh, something, something about this Georgia some do dabba do down do there. I don't, I should know the words, but I don't. Anyways, hi, welcome to everyone welcome. who's here um, live with us. And also thank you for coming back. Those of you who are going to be listening to this uh, next yeah. Moondi, you're always welcome to join us Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern time or live either way. Go ahead and like, go ahead and share, go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening. Um, right. If you're and if you are watching this live, go send this to somebody who should be hanging out in here. Let's grow yeah. the family a little bit. Granted, yeah. we've been gone for two weeks because, bish, we've been working and we're tired and it's not that serious. It's just a podcast. It's, this is our fun one. Um, yeah, I. So why don't you share a little bit about where <laughs> you were and I'll share a little bit about mm. where I've been. Yes. Okay. So uh, also, please uh, feel free to chat along with us and talk along with us as we're going along. Yeah, where not- you been for two weeks, friends? Yeah, where y'all you? been? What the fuck have y'all been up to? Where have you guys been? Yeah, we showed up. Okay, we've been here like literally the entire time. Where Ooh, have you been? True? Yeah, it's not true. true. No, it's not true. Um, um, I went to uh, Charleston last weekend with... Uh, my friend Derek, he invited a bunch of us out. Derek of your favorite heretics, Derek Myers. We should do a and we, we are definitely going to do a crossover show. <clears throat> um, we are, um, we just hung out. He just invited a bunch of his dude friends out there. And like, you know, sometimes I'm a dude. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try my hand at this. I'll try. I just love that you called it your men's retreat. My men's retreat. That's exactly what it was. Well, we've decided to start calling it. Um, uh, well, I'm starting to call it a mostly, mm-hmm, a mostly men's retreat. A mostly men's retreat. Yeah. It's like you, anyone's welcome to come, but it's like a mostly men's retreat. Like, Please right. come, no matter what kind of expression that falls for you. Even if it's like, like it. you are just like a non-binary princess with like a hairy chest and a mustache and a vagina. I like mean, you do it. That's what I want. That's me. I just describe myself. I love it. Yeah. It was wonderful. I made a lot of good friends. Um, and... I'm really glad to connect with other people who are doing similar work to me because it definitely makes me feel less alone in the whole resistance to the empire while we're also trying to feed the, having to feed the monster to pay our bills. You know what I'm saying? You get it? You know what's, you know what's interesting? What? I didn't think about this. You have been so in like um, inspired and like forward acting since going to this thing. So maybe there's something to be said about going to your men's, mostly men's retreat. Yeah. I feel like I had a really good time, you know. Um, We did things that I can't talk about on the internet because, I mean, nothing sexual, nothing weird. No. You know, just, it was mostly smoking weed, okay? That's Mm -hmm. mostly what we were doing. Um, But I'm not going to say who did and who didn't. So I'll let your imaginations. I'm not a narc. 
Um, thank you so much for not shamming me. Um, that's where I have been this week. My anxiety has been a little bit high, but today I'm ending on a really positive note because I had two people officially sign on for the spring 2022 cohort. So now there's only oh. 20 spots left and I'm just really fucking excited. Uh. I'm excited for you. I, one weekend was in Carmel at a bachelorette party. Uh, so two of my good friends had bachelorette parties. They married each other on the same weekend. And I found out they argued over which one I was going to go to. Didn't really argue, but they were like, okay, which one? Cause Sarah is our, both of our bridesmaids as well as an officiant. So. No, no. Oh, why did they give you so many jobs at a wedding? They actually just put, put them all together. It was lovely. They were so good. Oh, nice. Um, so. Wait, one what do you mean you put it together? What does that mean? You just had to do it one means, thing and you had all the titles? Extra, yeah, all the titles were one thing. Like it was All I the was titles, one job. Okay, I love that. Yeah. I was officiating a wedding, but I was also a bridesmaid. So that meant I got to go to all the parties and I got to go to all the events. No, that's the also, sweet spot. Yeah, it was so fun. And I wore an outfit that matched all the bridesmaids. Mm. It so, fine. Like you were real good. Thank you. Um, so I, yeah, I got to go to Carmel and go wine tasting. And the other bride totally had a surfing, rock climbing, camping party, which if you know me, you know that I am also outdoorsy Barbie. But I, um, I did, I did, you know, the Posh Spice versus the, <laughs> which the, what's the other? Sporty Spice. I was Posh Spice and not Sporty Spice, but I had mm -hmm. so much fun. And then their wedding was like a four day event. People flew in from all over the world, which was super fun. We were all vaxxed. We were all, and it just felt really mm -hmm. safe and really good. And yeah, um, same thing with my little weekend. Everybody was vaxxed and everybody got tested within 24 hours of arriving. I said that so fast. You did. I actually thought my computer had sped up for a second. No, so anyway, I just spoke really quickly. Amazing. Yeah. So we were both gone for two weekends in a row. And I will say I missed this space, guys. I missed I it. missed being around and drinking a beer. What are you drinking today? What's on? Um, so I am in the midst of uh, eating clean for 21 days. And so I am not technically drinking However, okay, you, okay, let's pot. No, 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 no. Don't try to convince me of anything. Stop it. You're, I'm not done. Ugh. Okay. I am actually drinking right now. So I have a LaCroix and then I put uh, vodka in it. So I am drinking. See, listen, you could have just answered that. You could have just said that and you got saved yourself the grief. I know. I'm just having, I'm having like a small allotment of vodka, just a tiny little bit. But I haven't been drinking. Have a lot of. I don't care. That's on you. You do what you want. Yeah. No one's so, coming to say, "Is it clean vodka?" No one cares. Okay, team. We wanted to know what you've been up to for the last two weeks. Richard has been busy preaching. First couple of sermons over the last two weeks. We've been doing a, an evening series on desire and identity. Ooh. Ew. I like that. I'm glad it's an evening service. That sounds fun. That's what I'm into personally. Mm -hmm. Personally. Um, yeah. Uh, nope. I didn't. I'm trying to hide that. Go away. You're doing great. There we go. We just gotta uh, get back and do it. Yeah. So this is a this is a show where we essentially admit we're honest about the truth, which is that we've we've been your that. internet ants for a while, and so then we just launched this show to become your internet ants. Mm -hmm. And Kevin and I both. So at the wedding, and then also. Uh, at the bachelor party, I discovered people actually listen to us. No, 
same thing at my men's retreat. Everyone was just like, I just got to tell you, like, your favorite aunt is such a good show. And I'm like, Sometimes I forget that we're recording because I just love chatting with you about the things that matter and chatting with our friends on the side here that I, I don't just, even like. I don't like, get it. I'm just like, like Rob, Richard, I, I feel like, you know. Yeah. So just saying cool, fun time. We're enjoying it. So thanks for having us. And, um, and we're we're back, guys. We are. I don't think we're going to yeah. miss another one for a while. Couldn't tell you. Maybe we will. And if we do, sorry. You'll be okay. <laughs> You'll be all right. Ooh. Anyways. Someone said what? they've been busy. Shane here says, been busy getting more in touch with my inner child. Yes. Th- that And also, that does make sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, every single morning, I cry to my, my inner child. Just kidding. Not every morning. Um, so let us go ahead and dive into some, some... spicy things. If we're going to start with what we some, call... Some well, courant. Courant. Yeah. Because we kind of just covered how the hell we are. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. I feel good about that. I feel taken care of. Oh, good. Um, yeah. I would Shall say, we? friends, if you want to be thinking about me, I've got some medical tests I'm still weeding through. And so that's also been where I've been. I've been lots of doctor's appointments. So please, friends, so far so good. My dad actually looked at my labs and he said, well, those are delightfully normal. So that's exciting. I love normal. It's my favorite mm-hmm. thing. Uh, so let's hop in. So I just had to put that in for how the hell am I? Cause I'll, I tend to gloss over those things. The other thing mm. we'll talk about it at the end of the show, but my newest podcast released rev cover. We've been talking about it for a while. Talk about it thing. right now. Let's talk about it right now. Why not? Sure. So my latest podcast is called rev Covery with Justin Gentry. It is also so good. It's so good. Thank you, my friend. Uh, and it has been very much one of the most vulnerable things I've ever done in my life. It's as vulnerable as my first podcast, which was called Sondra the Podcast. So this podcast really talks a lot about what does it mean to be in Rev Covery, which is after you leave ministry. Um, and uh, it has gotten more comments. I am telling you so many direct messages, so many comments, but it's very scary for me because it's very much mm-hmm. a personal uh, project. So hoping to help people kind of as they transition within ministry, as the world is shifting, how do we look at ministry different? And like, for instance, my episode came out this week where I shared my story and I will admit to you, I have been exhausted every night. And then my friend said, yeah, cause you've been like doing the labor of sharing your story uh, with people again and again and again. And mm-hmm. there is some trauma wrapped up around it. So friends, I would love for you to check it out. It is, even if you have never been in ministry, it might be an open door to what that's like. Uh, or if you're transitioning job, if you're part of the giant, what is it called? The great resignation, the great resignation, you might want to check it out. I so that's think that. you and now we're going to look at your here. numbers real quick. Oh yeah. They're oh, good. Yeah, look at my numbers. Yeah. Oh, especially Crazy. for, especially for fresh out the gate. Like those are really promising numbers. So we just started advertising, which is fun. Ooh, bitch. We need to start advertising this, by the way. That's a side project for you and I. We need to do a 30-second welcome to your favorite ants. Hey, whores. Welcome. That's... <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I just want to echo that echo. Um, it's a really good show. Um, Thank you. I think you hit on some really just delicious and upfront topics of just like... As you were saying it, I was just like, this is what so many people need to hear right now. And this is also something I am kind of just recognizing more and more for people in our community 
uh, quote unquote, our community, because we're still finding out what that means. Um, well, let me just say that there are people who are post church right now mm. who are leaving ministry, who are leaving the, 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 the faith of their family and don't really know what, what to do or where to go or who to talk to that are in need of space right now. And it gets me really excited to be a part of helping create those kinds of spaces, um, both like uh, online and in person, because I've got some, sh like I'm currently planning a possible one day, day and a half event thing here in Atlanta. So, so we're working around it guys. We're trying to not just make a new train on the same track. You know, we want to figure out how did we get here? And then how can we adjust our sales? What does it mean? There's yeah, so much. I, I don't want to go on any trains on any track. I am in the wilderness. I'm building a cabin. Y'all can do which, what you can do what you want. I'm not going to give because it's not my story necessarily to tell. But I was sharing with my other co-host, Justin Gentry, uh, about a dream that Kevin had had, which was a super positive dream about all this work that we're doing. And it, and it just felt like an encouragement to you. So I was sharing it with Justin just to encourage us in our work. And then Justin all of a sudden like gets really quiet. If you guys know Justin, this is not a woo-woo person. Justin no. is like a crossfitter, like cerebral. He's a crossfitter near, nearly as atheist as you can get. Cerebral, like just that guy. And all of a sudden I could tell, I was like, what's going on? And then Justin says, Sarah, I had a Ke I had a dream about Kevin like four or five years ago. <laughs> and it was during a time when I was writing down all my dreams. <coughs> I won't give all the details of the dream, but they didn't know each other. Kevin did not know each other, did not know Justin. Justin never had never had any plans to know Kevin. Then not only that, but everything that Kevin and Justin talked about uh, culminated in Kevin encouraging Justin, Justin to do the work of helping pastors that are leaving ministry. Never was that in Justin's mind. Justin wasn't interested in that work. Uh, mm, Kevin. New. I know. And then, so I like ring in, this is just, you guys just need to know this human because I'm like, I need to add Kevin to this conversation. Kevin's going to be blown away. Incorrect. I add oh. Kevin to this conversation <laughs> and Kevin's yeah. response is, yeah. Well, obviously like I was just meditating at that time when you were dreaming or whatever it was. And like, I said, I said, I, I said, I could have been, I could have been there with you. Like, I don't know. Like maybe I was astral projecting at the time. It's possible. Maybe I was asleep and I met that you there. That is not my world, friends. I am 0%. Well, I'm not 0% because you have really opened me up to a lot of this. But I will say. Listen, you don't, was, need, you don't need wow. to believe in anything. It just works. That's I what wild. I say. It's like, um, I don't need to believe in astrology. It just works. <laughs> yeah, I just need to process that all of that happened. Because again, like I said, it it wasn't someone trying to like – share something to be like, oh my gosh, we're meant to do this, Sarah. It was like shocked as shocked as I am. And then we pull Kevin in and Kevin's response is obviously. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. I'm not really, um, I'm just not surprised anymore by anything. I've had such weird spiritual experiences my entire life. And then like, they've just continued to get more delicious into adulthood. And now that I understand how like, nothing is impossible it's like oh yeah well sure all things are possible i really have got to stop singing all the like vbs um songs i mean you can do whatever you can do whatever you want i mean i do 
I know I'm I'm not there yet. Dana, uh, I just want to pull in Dana here who says, love Rev Recovery, which is how I found this podcast. Oh, shut the fuck up. Thanks, Dana. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to tell you to shut the fuck up. I don't know you like that. I'm glad you're here. I don't really want to. You're one of us now. Actually, you don't stop talking. Up. That's what I mean to say. Don't ever stop talking. We're so glad you're here. And uh, we would love to hold space for you. And it's been great getting to know you a little bit. Em, thank you so much for saying mm. that you love the new podcast. Enough about... Uh, cross marketing because we've got some stuff to talk about because they kind of go along this podcast lane we get to talk about whatever we want we're the boss of ourselves it's true but let's start with talking about our pop culture and headline news which we like sometimes we call it airing our grievances pop sometimes. culture and headline well it's like headline news did you hear um, yeah uh yeah did you hear about this um <clears throat> and every now and again we like to bring in uh a topic of current events Yes. Courant events and um, I have I have the video like queued up over okay, here. Let's see, let's see. Um, so I'm gonna share the screen real quick. So let's. We're learning our technology, guys. Yes, and I'm not sure if it'll send sound through this. I wonder if it will. Oh, I don't know. We'll find out. We will find out. You guys are gonna be here for this. Okay, where's the? Actual... Why do I have to whisper? I saw this meme that was like, one day you're young and the next day you're turning down the sound on your radio so you can see better when you're driving. That's me. That's me every day. Window. I hope that people who are listening to the podcast right now know that it's just as exciting for those who are like watching this live. Yeah. Um, Okay. okay. So here is the video. I'm going to, we're going to zoom in a little bit. Can I zoom in? I'm just going to hit play. Tell, tell me if you can hear this. Do you hear that? No. Okay, hold on. It's not even playing. Hold on. Let's just open it up. Ooh. Open up to the heart of the ocean. And then I do this. And then I do this. Uh, yeah, we can hear him. Oh, no, we can't. We cannot hear him. Start it over. Start it over. Here we go. Here, well, I got it. Well, this is embarrassing. Uh, this is not a, an ad for um, relevant. First of all, why does Andrew Garfield, like, why is, I fucking hate relevant. Y'all are stupid. If you're watching this, stop. <laughs> I don't mind relevant. I wrote for them for, I do mind. I have some thoughts about relevant. I have beef about. with relevant because to this day, They've, they will are, not just do the fucking right thing. No. Yeah, they try to walk a line that shouldn't be walked. There's no, like, it is it is literally the epitome of, I'm about to spit you out of my fucking mouth because you're not hot, you're not cold, you're good for what? No thing. Our really good friend, um, Andre Henry, worked for them for a while. And that was, I got, mm-hmm. I started supporting them then, but. Yeah. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. We declare war against this deconstruction Christian movement. <gasps> Gets worse. I'll tell you what, I don't even like calling it deconstruction Christian because there is nothing Christian about it. It <gasps> is a false religion. It is a whole other- Also, real quick, there's a trigger warning about depression and suicidal ideation in about five seconds. So jump off the line if you need to. But we're here. self is really that wonderful for you in your sexual revolution. Then what I want to know is this. What are you so sad? 
Wait, whoa, wait, I can't hear you. Wait, whoa, wait, what? I have so many feelings. Um, I haven't. Okay, we talked about him. We did. Ago. We did. He was. And then he did. Did he hear us? I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, this is like, this is the. Oh, I should also put you back in my ears. Um, uh, um, I don't know. Um, I hope he heard us. Like, if he did, like, hey, he's kind of my type. I hate that. Uh, I feel like we kind of made fun of him, though. I mean, I not made fun of. We just were like, I don't know why he thinks that his voice in politics matters. I think that was our conversation. Yeah. And now he's declaring war on deconstruction. Do you guys remember when we declared war on drugs? I. Oh, I mean, ooh, hello, hello, hello. Like, <laughs> M just said, I just we need to pull up M. Which one? Sorry, M. M's oh no. Like it wasn't embarrassing enough that my partner and I first met back in 2002 when he was working as security in college for a skill sins. The Lord can use that which. Period. That you know, which you am. That which the world can use that mm. which. Um, oh dear. Oh, our sexual okay, revolution. So, is that what yeah, this is it's, about? It's one of those things where I'm just like, this person's like talking as someone who is completely unhinged. And completely, he seems really. And, and I and I don't I don't even say that lightly. And I what I I just look at that. I'm like, you are very upset, aren't you? Huh? It's it's fascinating to me. I'm just like declare war, like on what? Like like on, on a, a and, it, and it's also person. interesting. It's like. You'll go over there, and it's been pointed out by a couple of different content creators. But it's like you'll go over here. And you'll fight for like Joe Rogan because he's supposed to have like, uh, you know, free free speech, free speech, free speech. Everyone should have the right to say what they want to say, no matter if you someone doesn't like it because this is America. So we're over here exercising our right to free speech, saying what we want to on the internet, like every other asshole. And you like <laughs> we that's our next T-shirt. Say whatever we want on the internet. Like yeah, that's all we're asshole. really doing. Your favorite. Really, that's all we're doing. And. And it's just, it, it just, it, it's funny to me. Like, you are so fucking pressed. You're so upset. And then I think it's funny. Um, the sexual revolution part, I'm just like, now you're just stringing buzzwords together at this point. But like, you want to. Also, but that's like a buzzword from the 60s. I don't understand how we're still using that as a buzzword. That's not a buzzword. That's like a buzz, a buzz cut pill. word. Like, it's a long time ago. A long time ago. Like, <laughs> I just want to know. I'm like, why? Uh, he said, just like, why are you so sad? I'm just like, have you looked outside? Have you been awake? Like, do you want to know well, why I'm so sad? Think- it's because I have so much debt. I am sad because I haven't got laid in a while. I'm sad because sometimes I take my meds and my anxiety still takes me out. That's why. What do you think? There's a million also, reasons to be sad right now. Like, Everybody's sad. It felt to me a little bit. I think the part that bothers me is that to me it felt a bit like an, a rally, didn't it? It, it felt was like a little Winter bit like Fest. all these people. Oh, Winter it's this Fest. big evangelical Christian music tour that goes around. 
Oh, we talked about winter it before. Jam. Oh, Winter Jam. Excuse me. Winter Jam. Oh, I better find out if my friend is the one who promotes that. Um, but, yeah, I know more, whoever they are. I just think your... Are you saying specifically pro- me or the royal one? No, no, him. Uh, what it, John, what is his name? John Cooper? Sure. <sighs> Honey, like, I get it. You want to be relevant. I get it. I, I understand. Like, culture has told you you have to matter. I get it. But also... um. You just, there are babies in that audience who have thought about taking their mm-hmm. lives. There are babies in that audience who have lost friends, mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. And here you are spitting vile shit because you are a privileged white man who has never had to face reality. Drag because her. you were put on a pedestal and now what's upsetting you is that your pedestal might be taken away because no one knows if you're relevant or not anymore. Because guess what? More people are following people that have things to say about this than are following you. I'm sorry that your fragile ego got hurt, but you need to stop starting a cult around ego and personality. We stand. <laughs> yes. Okay. Listen, case closed. Listen. That's, that's it. It's just like, dude, like that was my big beef. I know you're hurting. I really get that. I'm just like, no one who isn't hurting, like, that's just like where I just know. He's hurting and he's being a dick. Uh, it's, I'm like, that's what was so surprising to me. It's just like, they're like, okay, so why are you, like, you're, you're citing all these things. People have anxiety more than any time in history. People are on medication. People are killing themselves. And your response is to make fun of them or yell at them for trying to figure out how to stay alive. It's the lack lack of, of compassion. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, motherfucker. Like, you, by your own <laughs> standards, like, like, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so, like, does that not inspire any sort of anything in you? To, to, like, do, why, like, my God, like, I, I wouldn't dare to stand on a stage and tell people to repent of anything. Well, it's also this idea that... Um, Jesus looks a certain way and it's, it's so different than even the scripture with which they use to be the platform that they stand. And I think it's, you sit on a throne of lies. I have tattoos, right? I have tattoos to quote elf. Uh, I have tattoos and I have a beard and I have, and so it's like, listen, you're, I'm edgy. And all like, there are like churches that wouldn't even let you in the door because you have a beard and tattoos. Like, like even you have had to deconstruct a little bit to get to the point where you're okay with having tattoos. Apparently that doesn't conflict with your whatever. And I'm like, do you like, do you not see like why in the I just want to ask like why do you why is it why is this okay? It's okay to deconstruct tattoos right. and drink in and maybe even cuss in a little bit. But like homosexuality is where I draw the line. Saying that maybe Jesus, you know, or saying anything other than what y'all think, like Jesus. You know what? I'll say this. When I was a little girl and um this little boy was picking on me, and I went home and my mom said, Sarah, boys who bug you uh, love. Nope. Wait a minute. So 
And I said, what do you mean, mom? She said, just say that to them. So whenever, or she, when we got older, she'd say, me thinks thou dost protest too much. Meaning people who are making a big fuss about something care about that thing a lot. I think this is a very frightening time for people like John Cooper, because I think he's starting to doubt. He's starting to fear that everything he invested in is not okay. And so the only way, the only way to hold on to it is to hold it tight and just yell. I and mean, it, that and was it, Unfortunately, me. they have a platform on which to yell. I yeah. mean, and that's like, you can look at that with like any sort of person who's losing their grip on their, uh, their religious stuff. Like you, you, you hold on to, you just hold on because like, you don't know what else to do. And it's so scary for people. It's so frightening because here you are. We have the, yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I was just like, here you are like, <clears throat> and the, you bad mouth your own questioning. You condemn yourself for the questions you have because, oh, me of little faith. And it's like, girl, like, it's okay. It really is. I think what um, I just, first of all, we have the best viewers. The things that are coming up in the chat, like, uh, just pull up Shane's. In a religion of power, privilege is a sacrament. Oh! You, ooh. Someone better quote you in their book. I want to use that. It's so good, Shane. Shane said um, one time, just M dropped it on a podcast. Oof. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, there is uh, M's comment. We're seeing a scared inner child doubling down and throwing a tantrum. Uh, and then uh, also Dana saying, and that kind of attitude is why so many of us pulled the damn covers over up over our heads instead of stepping forward with our own mm -hmm. questions. Because there's somebody up there who is literally uh, trying to declare war on us. And like, and here's right. my attitude and about it is like, you know, it's like when Whitney Houston was asked what she thinks about Mariah Carey, what did she say? What do I think Still about her? She said, I don't, I don't think about that's what, people, what do you think about John mm -hmm. Cooper saying all this shit? Like, I don't think about John Cooper saying anything. Do you know why? Because he's not relevant to me. Well, I don't as far as what it does for me, right? Because you and I are in a place, and it is. We have to admit that you and I are in a lucky place of privilege sure, sure, where we've sure, worked sure. through our shit. But there are, and Dana's right, there are people who are standing there mm. who are in a very painful place. And they're hearing someone that they have paid a ticket to hear. Mm. Who, by the way, just because you sing music does not make you the person who should be leading yeah. those people. But that's I mean, a whole nother. Can, we can just look, just because you're on TV doesn't make you good. Look at Bill Cosby. Right. Uh, just because you have a podcast doesn't make you Look cute. at Gerard. That's not true. That's I mean, like, no, we are cute. We're not cute because we have a podcast. We have a podcast because we're cute. It's different. <laughs> I just think there is, there is even Joe Rogan stuff. This all ties together, guys. And I, and I am not trying to um, say that if you fit into a certain category, I am saying there is a massive need for empathy and awareness mm. of people who haven't experienced outside of your own. Um, 
And when you begin to have a platform to think that that then means that you need to shame and blame people outside of your own experience, Mm -hmm. that's when we get people like Joe Rogan, who is walking around uh, having to do a giant apology. Yeah. And like the thing is, like, he only apologized for saying the N word, hasn't apologized for his anti trans stuff, hasn't apologized for his anti queer stuff, hasn't apologized for his misogynist stuff. And also, let's point out the fact that just because those podcast episodes have gotten pulled, Spotify's already been paid by those advertisers. Joe Rogan's already been paid for those episodes. It's not actually doing in that's not actual accountability um i would love us to pick up and i want to make sure i'm saying this name right karasu the dreamer um he said there's no freedom outside of jesus i've heard that growing up and it kept me from discovering Mm. myself can we just for a minute Mm. go into that um when there is a statement like that what is being said is not only is there no freedom outside of Jesus, but I am the one through which you should understand this mm-hmm. Jesus. So if you are going to want to pursue Jesus, then there's no freedom outside of the thing that I'm giving you. And when people are in a desperate or difficult place, they're looking for someone like John to yell at them for mm-hmm. a little while. But that only lasts so long because shame is not the way to become whole. My, my pastor. And, and. Right. Uh, And freedom doesn't look like staying within a certain Mm. lane. We need to help people know themselves in a way that allows me to say, I am me and you are you. And yet we're all part of this thing. I don't think like if I think John Cooper and I got in the same room, first of all, I'd scare the shit out of him just because of probably Uh, the work that I that I've done around this stuff and he's trying so desperately like you said to be relevant and yes we just spent a lot of time talking about him but it's more about the construct that he unfortunately embodies because if I'm honest I agree with whoever said he looks like a scared child yeah that looks like a kid to me yeah it's who wants to matter so much like do I matter that's what he's screaming to me yes I do is do if I matter construction yes, stuff I do. matters <laughs> I just spent 20 years writing songs about this Jesus who's supposed to love me so much. But what if everyone doesn't need Jesus to love them? That then do yeah. all these songs matter? I mean, T. I mean, so and it's okay. I mean, like, John, there's this really great podcast I heard called Red Recovery. It's to help you after you leave <laughs> ministry or have to, like, we can also help CCM people oh come out. Oh, my God. That's the thing you act. Ooh, ooh. That's a series, Sarah. We do have so we do have some artists. Oh, I'm excited. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, going to be lot. your number one stand. I swear to God. Ah, uh, I'm already your number one stand. So <laughs> this works great. Yeah, I think I just. Yeah, so I got it. I am okay. I am okay with when the bar moves. So like people taking down previous content i get that like we didn't all have like a agreed upon thing but the moment that we recognize that man i'm I'm, this is hurting people is the moment that we start to like adjust and change um and i think he wouldn't have changed had it not threatened his pockets and the thing but like the thing is like it's not even that it they could have done that's the thing they could have done nothing and they would have also still been fine 
And it's hard because you and I, we profit off of Spotify. Uh, I had this whole, we had this whole conversation as a reverent media group. Do we take all our content down? The reality is our content isn't big enough to make a shift. We could talk about it on all of our Mm -hmm. shows, but the truth is, is like, if we exit the space then there's no one with an opposing voice on that space. So what do we do then? Right. Which is also my fear about (laughs) guys. I don't know. You really keep going, keep going, you're staying for the survey. One of my, um, fears is that so many of us who represent more of a progressive understanding of Christianity are no longer going to be pastors. And this is not my fear to hold on to. And this is the thing I have to let go as I do my work is I'm afraid now the space is going to look only conservative and people who are still working their own shit out. We can't. And then the the, the thing about it is, is that person that you were wanting to help is not uh-huh. coming to your church. They don't know you exist. Okay. And I, I like I'm not saying that as like a, a knock, but just like that's the reality. When you are in that world, you're so like think about it. Like I mean, I'll say for myself, you're siloed, and everything outside of that is evil. And like you can you only like yeah. And so it is not until you're at, you're inside your bubble and you look outside and you're like, huh. What's going on hmm. out there? And then you go look at it. It's, it's, it's never like, <clears throat> it was never a progressive sermon in a church that was conservative. Right. <laughs> like it was because I saw something on the internet. It's because someone invited me. It's because I saw other people living authentically as progressive queer Christians that showed me it was possible. It was, it was never inside of a conservative church. So, so like when I think about just like, oh, we got to stay for the people. I'm just like, are people like the people who are in progressive churches have that people in conservative churches, we're not coming to our churches anyways. So all we can do is continue to create the spaces and for example, sing the new song as loud as we can in the wilderness so that people know that there's a party out here. And that's scary when your paycheck has come from being part of the majority. And so you always have to question, follow the money, you know? Uh, and I'm not saying that's his only reason. I am saying we, we have set up a society where he only matters for as many tickets as he can sell. And if there's something that's helping people not sell tickets, it's scary. Why are people sad? Hello? Like, if you're so sad, everyone, literally, I mean, like, science did is you, showing did us. You, did you live through 2020 right or 2021? <laughs> because everybody knows somebody who died. Multiple people mm-hmm. died. There's a lot of people who are sad. And, like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, like, are you kidding me? You're not, You're not aching with the rest of the world? You must not. You Mm-mm. must not be paying attention. That's so weird. You're so weird, dude. Yeah. You, but also, whenever you're ready to come around, we will hug you and I embrace won't. you. No. He's not. I know. He's not coming person. to my camp. He is not coming on. My, he and here's another thing, here. too. I have a couple of my content friends out here who I love. They're just like, John, I want to get you. I want to engage in a dialogue and conversation. Stop 
trying to reason with unreasonable people. Because at the end of the day, like, don't do it on a podcast. Don't do it on air if you're going to do that. Because if he gets on air, it's a performance. Maybe record it for posterity and you just sign an NDA that you're not going to release it to anybody. But just so you can know what each other said. But like, he's also not going to do that because you know why? If he actually engages with the enemy and recognizes, oh my God, I'm supposed to be praying for you. Oh, my brother, my sister, my sibling. Like, that's the thing. You can't look God in the face and remain unchanged, bitch. (laughs) Now that is a shirt. Uh, Pearls before swine. Listen, you know, what is a, the gospel of Thomas expands on that. It says like, it's, I'm going to look it up. Oh, I've got it. I mean, I'm not going to look it up. I have it right. Yes, I've got the gospel of Thomas over. Of course course I do. do. Why wouldn't I? Where are you? Trauma activation, guys. We're going into the Apocrypha. No, this was even not out of the Apocrypha. This was in the Nagamati Codex. Oh, okay. Gospel of Thomas, where are you living? Do you know where I am? I don't know. I'll find it later. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a halfway down. Da- I'm halfway well, down it. on my pint of of oh, strawberry rhubarb. It is so Ooh. effing delicious. I got it in Charleston. What is it? Is it a, yeah, a beer it's a, it's or a is beer. it a, it's a sour? Oh. I love strawberry rhubarb. My mom used to strawberry make pies that rhubarb. Oh, okay. Um, Seven. So hot July. We are now. I'm Sorry. done talking about that. There's nothing else. We are uh, we'll close we're the book on the it. We're the book on it. And so one, two, three, four. I declare a deconstruction war on you, John. <laughs> and you know, my first uh, act uh. is going to say, "No, I don't want to talk to you." You can keep yelling. You can keep doing all the... I don't need you to change for me to be happy, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry that you're sad. Oh, it's just... Oh, my sweet (laughs) baby. It's just like... I just like... You want to come on the men... You want to come on the Promise Breakers men's retreat? As long as you promise to like... Be cool. Be chill, bro. But also you can break that promise because that's the whole point of Promise Breakers. Promise Breakers gonna be a mostly men's retreat. Okay, do we have any questions that we needed to – I know we had some backup questions. We need. We probably got time for about one. Oh, our nails are the same color. No, okay. they're not. What's yours? Yours is like a red. Like a yeah. dark red. Is yeah, yours black? just black. Just Ooh. black. Just black. Um, let me look at my Instagram. Let's see if we got any cues in the, in the story. While we're on that, friends, please continue to send us questions. We really, mm-hmm. as much as we like to go on and on, we also, as your aunts, we just love giving kind of decent mm-hmm. advice, question mm-hmm, and opinion, mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And you can go to askyourfavoriteaunts at gmail.com and ask us yes. any questions. So this one is from Instagram. It's from somebody, because we remember synonymous. It said, uh, when you began your reconstruction journey, how did you find your community mm-hmm. of support? First things first. I don't believe in reconstruction. Yeah. Because, like, what does that mean? Like, that's the thing. It's like we want to, like, reconstruct into what? So for me, deconstruction is different than demolition. 
Yeah, and also deconstruction is different than evolution. Right. So I there are things that I kept. So when I say reconstruction makes it sound as if um, I, I was using that terminology for a while because I did, there are mm-hmm. things that I kept and I, I'm integrating. So transcending mm-hmm. and including into the, whatever I'm moving mm-hmm. toward. Um, but I think the differences with reconstruction, it sounds like you're trying to build the same or thing something. Again. You're, you're trying to build uh, like, yeah, it's almost like, okay, I deconstructed the false idol and now I'm going to build the correct idol again with just better ideas and better again. theology and a more inclusive you're gonna yeah. love this one. It's okay. this one's gotta work until it doesn't. Uh, you know, I would say finding community is something that people ask us all the time. Uh, like probably that's like a lot. More than anything. Like when it even the rev, yeah, the rev covering answer because people want to be with people. Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, and we're meant to, not everyone has to share the same ideals or beliefs or whatever it might be, but we want to be with people who at least we feel like we can be safe in our doubting or Mm -hmm. our questioning or whatever it might be. So how I found people is I started being honest with myself and others, because then I knew that when I was encountering people, there are people that are capable of hearing Mm -hmm. my honesty. Um, and sometimes it's hard, right? Because we'll discover that people we thought were with us are not. And we don't need people to be where we are, but I think just getting really honest with ourselves and others allows people to love mm-hmm. us for who we actually are yeah. versus the image. Like that this is getting. something that is like really, I'm about to just like lay down some truth. You can take it or leave it. Uh, this was like the harsh truth that it was given to me was like, oh, I'm afraid that if they know who I truly am, they're not going to love me. And someone says like, well, Kevin, they've never fully loved you because they've never fully known you. They don't know. They do not know you. You have been hiding and you had to, to survive, but just recognize that like, yeah, if they don't love who you truly are, it's because they've never known you. And that's very sad. And that's just, for me, it's just like, Oh, I have to, that makes sense. And also the, I guess like the, the, it was like the coping question was always just like, "Mm, let me put it this way. As I was beginning to be more vocal about the way my lifestyle was changing, if you will, <laughs> I I first found people who I knew would be good, close, easy friends, easy allies, people to support me, whom I don't have to explain things to. I found... Right. Uh, Where? How did Twitter. you find them? Started on Twitter. Twitter. Um, we, we used to have this old hashtag. We don't use it as much called faithfully LGBT. And that's where a lot of us queer Christians started to find one another. And that's kind of like how it started. It started off as just like bloggers becoming friends. And then I started meeting people in Atlanta and becoming real friends with people. Um, so it's, it's, you just, it's, oh, my dog is yelling at something. It's fine. Um, but that's where it started for me. It was actually online community. And it's something I'm really, really excited about, like, which I'm sure like you've got some great things to share pretty soon too. But I've got I've got some things for announcements. But like that really is like the number one thing people say is like I, I don't have anybody. Like I don't know who to talk to about this. And I'm just like, okay, here is a place that you can do it. Um yeah. and I tell you. 
I think it's yeah. And so like it, it, all that to say is that there's no wrong way to do it. You just gotta sometimes it's gonna throw it against the wall, see what sticks at first. And I would also say like figure out what already feels naturally good to you. Like what like yeah, be graceful with yourself as you're trying to share whatever your story might be because different communities have a different level of being okay with you. Like you don't want to come out to a John Cooper and being a, in someone who's questioning your beliefs, right? Like that's not a safe place no. for you. Um, and so it's sort of, I would say, testing the waters a bit and seeing like who's – and you might be surprised as you test the waters mm. a bit. People might um, show up and be like, oh – Oh, you, you too. Like people are often very surprised mm. about where other people are. And so I think test the waters a bit. Um, I am one who I absolutely believe in the online community, but I really mm. love when those online communities are able to gather. I would say it's okay to have people outside of your belief structure. I think that's actually oh, really, better. really important. Even better if they're empathetic and listen, like they may not understand, but they listen. Oh, mm. let me tell you what, that's, yeah. that's gold because you will say things that, because you have to remember that you used to believe differently than mm -hmm. you do now, right? And so uh, giving space for other people to think differently than you. Um, we're definitely working on creating community for people. And um, myself and my co-host, uh, Justin Gentry, for people who are exiting ministry, we actually are like – we've spent many hours in meetings this week trying to figure out what's the best thing for us, whether that's Discord, many networks. There's all kinds of options. Mm -hmm. Um and so give us give us a couple of weeks working on it for that community. Listen, and I'm a, anonymously leaving ministry. Anonymously loving monastery. Anonymously momming monastery. Anonymously. I loved. I'm not slowing my words. Uh, crowded table, which is Kevin's uh, space. People have said that's their favorite community. Um, I. For real, for real, like I am so surprised, like at the shape it's taking, and I'm excited. We're going to be moving over. This is like the unofficial soft announcement. We're moving Ooh. from Patreon <gasps> to a new thing called Mighty Networks, so that a uh -huh. we can better serve the community. Um, it's more cost effective overall for like the way that I do business. Um, still mm -hmm. has all the same benefits, but everything and more, and. It's just going to be an easier way for all for everybody to interact, so that like that way we're not having to be like inundated by other ads, or um, it's just going to be much more simple. It's going to be very delicious. Um, I also this is the soft announcement. This is unofficial, off the record. I can st I don't I don't have a confirmation. Don't tell yet. anyone. I am putting together a crowded table like one day event, April. I think it's going to be April 7 in Atlanta. It's going to be like super fucking right. cheap, like 77 to 90. That's a Wednesday? No, it's a, it's a Saturday. Why do I know that? I think. Hold on. Uh -huh. Let me look. April 5th is a Tuesday. Oh, then I mean, then I mean I April 2nd. Because the final four. I mean four. April 2nd. <clears throat> which will be in the middle of the final four, which I know because I am a straight. Yes, I love that for you and for those of you who are straight and like want to do it you are happy to stream it on your phone while you're there find a bar and some other sports people and you can go watch it together there are there are plenty of gay bars downtown who are going to show the game so uh sure. but i am very excited about that it's i just think it's going to be really cool 
so if you're in the Atlanta area or surrounding or you want to come in, so it's it's going to be like under $100 for a ticket, like sliding scale, of course. And, of course. and um, I think it's going to be very fun. Like I'm still planning <laughs> some uh, content overall, but just like come hang out. And then, you know, if you want to coordinate with other people, in the crowded table about find, doing housing together, riding together, you know, this is what we're going to do. You don't have to be a part of the crowded table to it. come, but uh, I don't know. You're like, you're just missing out. So that's my little announcement. I think the more and more you show up as yourself, the more and more those people like tonight, I'm going to go hang out with uh, Scott Erickson, oh! who's a mutual friend of Kevin and I. Uh, and I to see Brit, who's another friend of yours, perform in a musical that's about my friend Tiffany and Brady. Uh, and it's so crazy to me because – so my my friend Brady is married to uh, – we used to call her Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Uh, and they someone's making a cute little funny musical about it, and Brit is part of that. And it's like the weirdest thing how all the worlds collide. Uh, and so I think if you just show up – as yourself and trust that the people that are meant for you will show up for you, they will. And that's what I'll say around community because I think for so long I was lonely because I was trying to be someone that I wasn't. And that wasn't trying to be inauthentic. It was just, I thought that's how life had to Mm. go. And it's not. I think if we just can spend some time knowing our inner selves, our inner hopes, our inner wants, that, that we then can offer our true selves to the world and and be open for a little bit of adjustment on that. And so um, that is what I will say. I'm really excited for Crowded Table. Um, I got to tell you, I love that, Kevin, you and I are each other's hype person. And I just love that we get to do this show together because truthfully, all you guys are experiencing is what we do almost every day of the week, which is call the other one and be like, I'm so excited for you and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to encourage everyone to find people like that for you. Find people who are jazzed about what yes. you're doing who aren't going to yell at you from a stage yeah who, you don't unless um, like unless you want to be yelled at wink wink like you don't have to have that ooh. i kind of like that a little bit like i want to i like a little aggression but that's just me it's different i'm different i'm different a girl can be okay. different okay okay i love it also what know, well we what get into that i'm blushing i mean i get like being told like yes sarah um, Listen, Valentine's. Why are we not doing something? Okay, next week will be our Valentine's episode. So we're going to talk about relationships and dating. And so send us your cues about that to ask your favorite aunts at jumail.coombs.com. You're so weird. Uh, YFA after dark. YFA after dark. Ooh. Okay, there's there's something. Yeah, we'll, we'll think, think about, about it. it. Well, maybe. Well, you, you know what it is. You know what YFA After Dark is. What we have to go on. We gotta what? do a podcast tour eventually when we get when we get on that level. Just like oh, I love it. Anyways, okay. Um, uh, any announcements? Anything you need to promote? Share that you haven't already promoted or shared? Any else? Nope. I feel like I've done a lot of promoting, a lot of sharing. This has been mm-hmm. fantastic. So good to be together yes, with everyone. I just want to continue to say, go buy my book, Bad Theology Kills. It's at badtheologykills.com. I have a whole bunch of them. You can get them for 
uh, I think I'm having for four, 14, 14 on my website. Uh, and then they're 17 or 19 on Amazon. So it's cheaper for me and I'll sign it. So, um, and if Ooh. you would like to um, check out what I'm doing with the 2022 spring cohort, which is a 90 day journey with a bunch of other dope ass people who are going, we're going to learn about some meditation, spiritual practices to pretty much just like fix your life a little bit. If you're missing peace in your life, if you're looking to create spiritual practices and if you're ready to get over uh, the the bullshit that you had to, to deal with your, your, for a while, if you're ready to get free, this could be for you. You can go to thekevingarcia.com slash cohort Woo. to learn more. Um, I am also opening up some more slots for coaching because I am uh, got some there. coaching clients Man. that I am. So what does coaching mean? I, uh, coaching is just sort of like helping people. You might've heard of it like a life coach, but I just finished my, um, coaching certification through, uh, ICF, which is the <laughs> gold standard of coaching. They're great. They're great. Uh, and so I have a hundred hours before I take my written exam, but you could be part of those hundred hours, which means I'm a little bit cheaper than I Yeah. You want to get it on the ground floor. You want to get a, a, a great deal. A steals and deals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I am really excited about uh, all the work that my clients are doing. If you're more interested in that, you can reach out to me, com. Find me on Instagram uh, or sometimes. Yeah, I'm not even really. We love you. We're proud of you. you? Am I proud? Yeah, I'm proud of them. Okay. I will say I love you and I'm proud of you. And I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. Go Super Bowl. We didn't talk about the Super Bowl at all. I just I just want somebody to screen cap this look I'm giving right here. Like (laughs) LA's in it, boy. I I mean I'm a Saints fan, but I hope that they do so good. I hope also like who's playing in the Super Bowl halftime show? Don't care. You know why? Oh, I do care. It's it's for me. It's Ooh, for my dear. Eminem, right? This halftime show. Uh, hold on. You want me to tell oh, you before sure. you go? I know Eminem is in it, and I just like be... at that point I'm disinterested. Um. Okay. Nope. Ready? It is. Uh, da 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 da. Oh, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg. Eminem, Dr. Dre, and if Kendrick they just Lamar. took Marshall Mathers out of the equation, it would be the perfect show. Oh, like I everybody see. up there, I love. Like I just hope maybe, maybe they'll just roast him. They'll spend the entire time just roasting him because, like, <laughs> God, like, why do you hate Eminem so like, much? We don't have to get into what? it. I think he's a mediocre white dude. I think that is, oh, I think his rapping I is. Of, I love that he works at his mom's restaurant. That's yeah, because spaghetti. he's not doing really good in record sales. Eh, just kidding. Okay, until next week, make sure that you stream uh, RevCovery. Share this podcast with someone you love and have the courage to share it with somebody that you don't know, maybe. Um, that's what Cody Rigsby says. Cody Rigsby, I want you to marry me if you're listening. Okay. We oh, indeed. hope you have Goodbye. a great day. Goodbye. Goodbye.